Ding, ding. On this episode of Snap and Chats, we're going to look at Ryan Garcia. We hear that he might potentially be fighting on the 18th of November. Joyce Zhang, too, the fight that shouldn't have been happening, but it's happening this weekend. Also, Tyson Fury, we're going to take a look at Spence a little bit more. We're going to look at the Canelo Charlo contest, which is only a couple weeks away. Also, Dubois and Anderson, is that a possibility? All this and so much more on this episode of Sap and Chance Boxing. So guys, gals, strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Welcome back to another episode of Sam and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. Beside me, like usual, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, happy Thursday. How are you, my friend? Doing really, really well. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Excited for this weekend. It's going to be something special. I'm just excited mm-hmm. for it. Uh, just excited for the weekend, man. I just really am, really. I'm just, uh, I think the, the week has been long, worked really hard. Uh, a lot of content we're putting out. So, yeah. You know, things like that. So it's just nice to be able to unwind this weekend. Totally agree. Well said. What about you? Yeah, big weekend coming up. I'm looking forward to it. No, big weekend. And hey, by the way, uh, before I forget, happy fall. Uh, fall is in full effect now. Um, so yeah, here we are, man. First, uh, second day of fall. It is. I didn't even know that. But yeah, you could feel it a little bit. That's good, man. I like it. It's my favorite time of the year. I'll be honest. Um I think spring, what are your favorite months? Mine are fall and spring. I do like winter and summer, don't get me wrong. But summer, me, I like summer the best. Yeah, for me, it's spring and fall. I mean, it's something to do with spring, something to do with the baseball gloves, just that sound of the yeah, I know what you know, mitt, like that. right? And then kind of just watching everything rebloom. Summer, summer, for me, it's fun, don't get me wrong. But then fall, you got hockey, football, baseball, yeah, playoffs, sports wise, right? Yeah. So, I mean, just based on those kind of things. And I do like the weather change. As much as I love my shorts, uh, there's something about wearing a hoodie and, and just something about that time of the year. But that being said, by March, April, I don't want to wear this anymore. Yeah, you're ready for the good weather again. <laughs> right? So, but it's nice. And that's the beauty of having four seasons, man. So, places that don't have four we seasons. We got the best weather right here in the lower mainland. I think with, in you this country, in this country, yeah. Yeah. And, and within this province alone, I think this particular part, of Canada only is probably the best weather in the whole country. Totally agree. Totally agree. Lucky. Very, very lucky. All right, Mr. Michaels, you see that clock up in the corner. You know what time it is. Let's do it. Shall we start round one? Begin. Let's, let's go. get into it. All right. So before we get into it, let's start with Joyce versus Zhang 2. I saved the fight that should have never have happened. Uh, let's get started here. One second here. There we go. Timer is on. Your thoughts on this part two? Well, I mean, I agree. I don't think they should be doing this rematch, but they are doing it. The Vegas sharp odds makers have it as a close fight. They got Zhang as a uh, minus 125 favorite. They got Joy Joyce as a slight underdog at plus 100. So they're basically saying this is a pick and fight. Um, If you want Joy Joyce to win by TKO disqualification or KO plus 275, this is a good bet here. If Zhang can win by technical, like by plus 500. So the Vegas guys has as a close fight. I think Zhang will win. I think he, I think this is going to go to decision. I don't think he's going to finish, put him down this time. 
but we don't need to see this fight again, I don't think. But Vegas seemed to think because you know Zhang's what forty, Joyce is thirty-eight. They're basically saying it's going to go a decision. I'm not sure. Not too excited for it. I'll watch it. But what do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, normally I wake up for these fights. Unfortunately, I will. You know, I'll, I won't be around to watch it live. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just it is what it is. But I mean, we'll come back to watch it. But it's yeah. not one of those fights that I'm clamoring for. To be fair, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm only curious about this fight to see what Joyce could have learned about fighting a southpaw in a few months that he didn't know yeah. before, right? Um, I think all Hopefully of that. Hopefully, change his game plan up because last game plan wasn't working. I don't know how much he can change. I mean, we saw what he looks like against a southpaw. We saw what Errol yeah. Spence looked like a southpaw, like a legitimate southpaw, right? Yeah. And that and that's saying something because I'm not saying Zhang is top caliber, you know, uh, fighter of any. In any way, don't get me wrong. He's talented. Don't he? he yeah, it's crap. hard. He'll beat the crap out of you. Me at the same time, mm-hmm. hands down. But that being said, at this level and everything, you know, I mean, for him to do what he did with Joyce, the way he played with him, and the way Joyce just looked like it wasn't an off night, or is he really that bad against lefties? So that's the only reason I'm kind of tuning in. The other piece for me is that this fight. The first fight changed everything in that division in terms of who was supposed to fight for what and where and when, right? As much as people won't say it, I believe that's the case. Um, yeah. But from that perspective, like, you know, where does this go now? Like, you know, if 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 Joyce wins, does he get back into that saddle of a title shot? And who is that going to be against? Is it Anusik? And right now it seems Anusik's the only guy defending the heavyweight title. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it's just kind of like it, it's that whole division is really muddled up, but we'll get into that into another round. But overall, I will probably say, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with Joyce on this because I think he has something to prove. I think he's gonna well, come out and have to harder. see a trilogy then, right? I don't want to see a trilogy. I think Joyce's best option is to just get him out of there as fast as he can. Yeah, Joyce is gonna be motivated and hungry. I got Zhang by decision, but you're right, Joyce is gonna come out guns blazing. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna go with Joyce. I think it's gonna be quick four rounds. Okay, I got Zhang for decision. All right. All right. So that was the end of round number one. Why don't we go to round number two? So this is really fresh news. Um, At the time that we saw everything, we we, we don't know what's come of it yet. But we do know, according to Oscar De La Hoya, according to Oscar De La Hoya, it looks like Ryan Garcia is going to have a fight on November 18th, opponent to be announced. Thoughts? I'm glad that he's fighting. He's young. He's good. He's talented. But if you're going to have a, a guy of that caliber fight on November 18th, we're only two months away from that. You should have an opponent lined up to, to hype the fight. I mean, so is this just De La Hoya bloviating or is it like he got somebody in mind? I'm not sure, but I'd like to know who the opponent is and who they're thinking because I have no idea. So, well, I mean, I guess fighting. it's hard. It's I'm glad he's fighting. Absolutely. But I mean, I guess we can kind of guess who do you think it could be? I mean, he's saying it's a it's it's a big name top contender. The only guy I keep thinking is Roley. I don't know why. Could be, but like, if it, why not release it? Why not say the name if it's such a top guy? Why not let the public know so we can get hyped up about it? People can start I, buying tickets, booking their hotels because it, because contract probably isn't signed yet. Yeah, I guess. And, but and, they don't say anything. Then. But we're dealing with a promoter, and we talked about this last time, right? If we look at the ranking of where all the promoters are right now, I mean, he's probably Down at the there. bottom of the list. Yeah. Right. In terms of who he has to offer and what it is. So if he's got one diamond and he wants to shine, show everyone yeah, yeah, that yeah, shine. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, yeah, let's let's start doing that. But then again, we have to take it with a grain of salt of who it's coming from. Unfortunately, that thing a few months ago, he's saying Pocky is going to fight Garcia. Then he's saying, "Oh no, no, no!" It's like so. De La Hoya, he keeps his name relevant. He he stays out in the on the news. So well, I looked at it from that. Well, that's why I looked at it, right? Because we haven't really heard anything from Oscar in a while. I mean, he keeps running down Canelo, saying yeah. that Charlo's going to beat him, and the way to beat him is the way Bivol did. Yeah, if everyone could fight the way Bivol did, then I'm sure Canelo would have lost a lot more fights, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's not that simple. You know, it's not that simple as that, right? But, um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think, okay, one 140, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, who's there? Who Who would be that guy? One guy I thought about, kind of interesting, was Abel Ramos, only being the fact that he's going down to 140. But, could be, you know, Abel's a top top, top guy, top 10 guy. Uh, that could be, a little right. bit older, but... But it's also, you don't, you can't throw Garcia right back into that, you know, lion's den like that against someone that's justifiably really no, good. No, it'll be somebody on the, on the delking of, like, uh, Abel Ramos, somebody along those lines. It's not going to be the top guy. Right, right. So, I mean, it's going to be kind of curious, but I have a feeling... But Garcia's a big draw, though. He's got a huge ball. No, he's media. a big draw, but if you they want to put... the biggest a... of the year so far. Right, so, I mean... but the guy that would be a great dance partner for him would be Roley. Yeah. And this is a guy that he had his back. I remember that he placed $10,000. He bet with Earl Spence in the crowd at their fight. You know, he put 10000 yeah. on Roley. So I'm like, you owe me money, bro. <laughs> you know, who knows? Yeah. I can see that potentially being the fight. I don't know, but we'll find out if there is a fight or if there or if there's just De La Hoya talking again. All right, Matt. I hope, yeah, I hope it's a fight. No doubt, no doubt. Okay, that's that one. Um, round number three. Are analysts and commentators justified in their comments towards Tyson Fury that he's holding up the division with these kind of crossover events and what have you? Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, yes and no. They're right to a point, but I think they're over, over-exaggerating over a bit. The best pay-per-view here will be a bigger pay than any boxing fight, we've, heavyweight fight we've had all year. I don't know if it'll be Garcia and uh, Tank Davis, but it's going to go to a million buys. It's massive. You got the, the, the best UFC heavyweight. I mean, you don't count John Jones. You got the best boxing heavyweight. They're going to have a boxing fight, 10 rounds. It's going to be massive. So... Like Fury said, I'm a prize fighter. I fight for the most money. Get the most money to make this fight. He's going to do it, right? Saudi Arabia, they, 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 they pay big money. But he's holding up the division. I'm not saying he's, you're wrong in any way, brother. I'm just kind of showing the other side of it, right? I don't like think I, Fury cares about that. Yeah, but, he, but, but, but there's a lot of guys who do that are fighting, that have dedicated mm-hmm. to boxing. Like, but the, if, but if, the Fury if, will say to those guys, well, then you get to my level and you can, you can do what you want. Because I got here. I'm going to do it my way, right? Right no, or wrong. No. I get it, but you can do it your way, but you have a belt. If you didn't have a belt, then go go do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, this is putting shame to the WBC in a lot of ways, in my opinion, because, I mean, how can they strip one guy so quickly not fighting after two months? Mm-hmm. Then you got a guy like Jermel, who hasn't fought in over two years. You got Maul, who's got a title, who hasn't fought in over longer than that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, they're they're stripping this guy because he hasn't fought in a month and a half. Oh, if you don't, if Usyk doesn't fight this guy, we're going to strip that title. Uh, what was it? The minute Charlo steps into the ring with Canelo, he's being stripped of one of his titles. Yeah. Right. So I mean, come on. This is this is where I think a lot of people are are 
But because there's levels to this, right? Fury's uh, Fury is the biggest star in boxing. He's in I get now. it. No, so they're, they're giving a special treatment. He makes so many people so much money. Than him. Not just Fury, the promoters, the commentators, everybody's making a ton of money off the McDonald's fight. So they let certain things slide. I'm not saying that is right, but that's what they do. Like no. certain, most parents have a favorite kid they favor a bit. Same thing here. Fury and Canelo. That's why I only had one. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> so I, I think after he beats up Nagano, I think he will fight Usyk. I think his next fight after is a week. I know he's saying he's not. How many times has he said he's retired? Like he's very talks himself. I think he will fight Usyk after he fights Nagano. I think he right. has to. I think he knows that. Right, right now think, he's just pissing look, off. He's like, I don't want to fight you. you look, know, look, look. Like, we know it's all what, showmanship. Yeah, yeah, it's all showmanship. But we know what what he's supposed to do, and I'm sure he knows what the next step is as well. Yeah. But I just feel like I think from the perspective of actual fighters, like I was thinking about it, like outside of five guys in that division and a couple prospects in the name of like Jared Anderson and Dubois, mm -hmm. you know, like really, what does that division have going for itself? Really, Tyson Fury. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. But no, that's all I'm saying, right? Like you got Wilder, Joshua, and, and Fury, and then you got Joyce Jang, blah blah blah. And, you know, just mm -hmm. it drops off really fast. I mean, you look at yep. the other, you look at the other division. Now we're going a little bit of overtime here, but you look at the other divisions; they're stacked. Look at one forty, look at one forty-seven, one fifty. Well, maybe not one fifty-six, one sixty-eight, right? Yeah, they're loaded. They're loaded. There's tons yeah. of great matches to make there. Is he will fight Usyk, and any any commentator that has said Fury is scared of Usyk is out of their mind. So Fury ain't scared of no man. But yeah. we're dead wrong on that. All they right. All right, round number four. Does Errol Spence need more time to rest and recover before he even considers going back into training for Terrence Crawford? Um, this was coming from Ted Lee Atlas. He was talking about it a little yeah. bit. And uh, I, I mean, I have to agree with him. I don't think he should rush back into this fight, man. I mean, I really believe it. The more that I've seen it and more people are coming out of it, neurologists and things like that, just from, from a, you know, just from a casual view are saying that things don't look right on him. Like he just doesn't look right in general. Forget boxing, forget mm -hmm. all of it. He just You're talking about life. Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't look right. He physically isn't the same man that he was before the first, forget any other accident. That first one, yeah, right. And if yeah, I'm sure we've all seen it, I'm sure the fans have. And if you haven't, I don't suggest going back and looking at it. But to get an idea of how did this man walk out of that? The car crash. Yeah, he's, he's a tough guy. He probably should rest and wait a little bit longer to take the fight. But at the end of the day, he's young. He wants more money, and he got embarrassed on the world stage. And he, in his mind, he can beat Crawford. He wants to avenge that loss. He wants to show everybody it was an off night. So he should rest and take his time, but he's not going to be. As soon as he can get to make that fight happen, he will. I think they'll give him step aside money and make him fight some other guys. I don't. We know because the public isn't interested in seeing the rematch. So once they show him what you made the first fight and what you're going to make the last second fight, will be way less. Step aside, and I don't think we'll see that fight again. I, I think we'll, well, maybe we'll see that fight down the road, obviously. But I think you're right. I think he needs to step aside because I mean. There's just too many other guys in the wings, right? Yeah. There's just too many people. And he doesn't deserve a rematch. He got he got obliterated. He got smoked. Obliterated. He doesn't need a rematch. There's no need for it. Wasn't no. even close. No, no. But I mean, it's in the contract. I get it. Walk it is. Yeah. You know, step aside money or fight later on, right? I mean, make it something new later down the road. Yeah. Teddy Alice um, probably should rest and wait, but he's young. He's hungry. He wants to prove himself, and he wants money. So I don't see him taking a very long break. Well, I mean, Crawford's got a. 
potentially three fights right ahead of him anyways, right? So, I mean, even if, you know, Spence were to come back, does that mean he has to sit and wait till next April, which means you're fighting once a year? That's not what anybody wants to see. Uh, you, you got something at 156, and you also got something at 168 potentially, right? So um, I, I think best thing for, for this to happen is just kind of move on with the plans, man, and just kind of let him kind of figure out what he has to do. Yeah. Uh, if this fight happens in the next three months, it's going to be the same result. It'll be the same result and less money, less pay-per-view buys, less ticket gate. It won't be the, the buzz is not there. They do it again. And I think Spence walks out of there even more beat up than he already looked in that first fight. Like I think he's going to do some real, real serious damage to himself Absolutely. if he comes back now, right? I mean, Crawford's got his sense of ego and pride. Like he knows what to do against this guy. Oh, he'll dismantle him once again. He'll be. It wasn't even close. No, and this time he'll do it quicker. Yeah. It won't even be a question, man. It wasn't even a question. He will destroy him even faster, which is scary. All right, round number five. Why don't we talk a little about the fight that's coming up? But just two kind of perspectives here. Charlo Canelo happening September 30th. T Mobile uh, Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, These seats are 600. They went down a little bit. 635 bucks Canadian. You want a ticket to get in the arena? It was seven hundred, so it went down a little bit. That's Canadian, huh? That's Canadian. So seven hundred dollars for that. Say we went down for two nights, maybe. Hotel yeah. would have been a grand. So fourteen. Well, no, not quite. Well, if two we stayed at hotel. well, if we stayed at MGM or something like that, right? Yeah, they always bring the prices up for that, right? So you know, um, so let's just I'm just spitballing here, right? So seven hundred for that. Um, fourteen hundred for our tickets, a grand for the hotel, probably fourteen hundred for our flights. Worth it? Depends how big of a Canelo fan you are, I guess. I mean, if that was Manny Pacquiao, yeah, I'd be there. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a good fight, though. It's gonna well, be Canelo, all the stars that are all the celebrities. I, I'm looking forward to this now because now we're getting a Canelo who's saying in his you know recent comments that he said that he wants to prove he's not washed up, and that's yeah, scary. he's still the king of boxing, yeah. That's scary if he's coming in with that mentality. He, he's the first one to admit, yeah, I haven't looked great in my last two fights, but people forget he had hand he still surgery. Won, though. Right, right, he still won, but people forget he had hand surgery. He's yeah. you know getting these things mended and whatnot. You know, maybe I have been a little too tough on on you know, Sal in in terms of you know his last performances and stuff, but I mean, Canelo saying that he wants to prove he's not washed up is a scary Canelo and. Uh, you know, Charlo, Charlo, Charlo is in for, for a ride of his life. But well, there's a couple be... things that people aren't taking into consideration. Yeah, he looks a little bit slower and he's had so many pro fights. Also, he's off the juice now. He's not using performance enhancing drugs. So he doesn't have that extra gear that he used to have. Also, according to Vegas, he's a four to one favorite. Charlo's a three to one underdog. They're not giving Charlo any respect in this fight. They're basically saying Kyle will walk him down, beat him up, win a decision. That's what the odds makers have. Four to one is a big, big favorite. So right. I think Canelo will win by decision, but um He's still one of the best boxers in, in all the fighting. Like he's, like he said, he didn't lose. He didn't look amazing. Not every performance is going to be knockout flashy, you know. Sometimes you just win and you have an off night, but he still wins. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. Charlo, Charlo, on the other hand, you know, he's, you know, according to Derek James and people around them are saying that his power is improved. Yeah. Now, if if you guys go back and look at our YouTube channel and our shorts, you'll see that we did a reel. And a short, you know, highlighting some of Canelo's knockouts and stuff for us reacting to it. 
we've done a Charlo one as well, just to be fair, to show some of his moments in the ring. I'll tell you what, when I watch those two back and, you know, I put them together a little bit here to kind of, you know, build these up and Charlo's fast. Oh, yeah. He's, he's no joke. Charlo, he's Charlo is fast, man. And he does that power. So if you add power to his speed now, that's speed and power at 156. I don't know what his speed's going to be at when it comes down to it, though. You know, like yeah. that's and he's never been role. there with somebody the caliber of Canelo. But hey, never say never. We don't know, right? Yeah, All right, fine, final round here, brother man, and it's called "What Does Bob Want?" So Bob Arum's come out and said that one, the Fury Usyk fight should be really easy to make, and number two, he wants to Frank Warren to allow Daniel Dubois to fight Jared Anderson. Your thoughts on that potential fight? I think Bob will. I think both things that he's saying are going to come true. Like I said before. Fury will fight Usyk. He's just saying all this stuff to hype up the Nagano fight. After he fights Nagano, he will fight Usyk. Might not be that quick turnaround in December. He'll fight him. He'll fight him in 2024. Fury knows that. He's going to get all the belts. He wants to humiliate this guy. Dubois Anderson, I don't see why not. It's not that hard to make. It should, should be done. I think Dubois Anderson should have been du- that, that should have been Dubois' next fight, not against Usyk. But I think here's the thing with the Usyk theory thing, okay? After watching that fight against Dubois, after watching the body shot and him going down the way he did and crumpled up like a piece of paper, where does Fury get motivation like seeing that? Like if Dubois did that to you, what do you think I'm going to do to you sort of video, right? Do you think I'm going to annihilate him? Do you think that even conquers his mind to think like, why should I even fight this guy? And if he's thinking that way, then you should be fighting this guy because he's got three of the straps that you need to complete your legacy. Yeah, he will. And that's what I'm saying. He will. Fury's a big student of the game. And uh, he will fight Nagano. He does like, he said he wants to fight John Jones. And he probably will fight John Jones. But he will fight Usyk Nectar. They're going offer him so much money, like 50 million, 60 million for this fight. He won't be able to say no. He'll beat him up seven rounds, knock him out, smash his body, throw him around. And that'll be that. Usyk's, Usyk's not scared, though. I'll give him that. He wants to do it. So good on Usyk for doing it. But Usyk also knows I've only got one more big payday in me, and that's against Fury. Right, so it'll happen. Bob's right. I agree with Bob on both of those things. He may be a little overzealous saying two months it'll happen, but it'll happen. Okay, so I was thinking about this. You're talking about pay-per-views and this and that's going to sell, sell, sell. It's in Saudi Arabia, which means we're going to get to fight at like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon here. How big are the pay-per-view sales going to be in North America, man? Yeah, it definitely hurts when we have. We definitely like the 7 o'clock pay-per-views out here. If but, you're on the East mean, Coast, it's not bad because you get at 5 o'clock out there. That's not bad. Yeah, 1, but, 2 o'clock's too early. People, who, kids got soccer. They got to go to grandma's or whatever, you know? But who's going to pay for a 5 o'clock pay-per-view? Even in the States, people won't pay for or, Sorry, even in the East, people pay for the 8 o'clock pay-per-view, the 6 o'clock, yeah. you know, the 7 o'clock, right? I mean, we, we get shafted on pay-per-views out here because they start at 4 or something. Yeah. Right? Back East, it's catered to them. So... As much as you're trying to cater, I don't know how the numbers could translate to be monster. I yeah, mean, they're going to have to figure something out with the timing. That's right? for sure. I mean, and first off, I think people in North America might feel insulted. You know, fight fans might feel insulted having a fight that, at, early. At that early and then wanting us to pay for it. Yeah, that could be tricky. We'll have to figure so, it out, work out something. Well, brother, man, I guess we'll just have to sit and watch. But I tell you what, man, we did six rounds. Yeah, it was good. I now, it. now, round number five, or I think round number four went a little overtime, but that's okay. I mean, that's just the beauty of it. 
Um, I'm happy with all this, man. I think we we hit a lot of great topics here today and, and um, you know, shed some insight. What is happening in the history of boxing? Actually, Chats, um, I'm going to pause you here. So the one thing you got to try to remember when we do this boxing history thing, mm-hmm. it has to be for today's for the Thursday's yeah, day. Yeah, I forgot to mention that last time because when you did Shavalo's birthday, it was actually earlier in the week opposed to the Thursday. Yeah, I remember saying that, yeah. Because, yeah, on the Tuesday, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. <laughs> this is for today. We've got to be careful about that, right? So, Oh, no, no. This one's for Tuesday. Is it? Okay, say, yeah. say earlier this week. Since we didn't have anything today, earlier yeah, yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah, okay? okay, All right. So, Chance, tell me, my brother in arms. What happened on this day or this week in boxing? Well, uh, one of the most famous fighters of all time in 2009, 14 years ago this week, won a unanimous decision over Juan Manuel Marquez in Las Vegas, knocked him down in the second round. Floyd Money Mayweather made easy work of him, took him to school. Marquez gained no offense, did nothing, couldn't hit him. Easy win, Floyd Money Mayweather. 2009, 14 years ago this week, another W for him. Crazy, crazy. Isn't it think about it? Figure him out. I'll be honest, man. It's, the the older I'm getting now, the more mature of a boxing fan I'm get, becoming. I'm starting to appreciate Floyd more and more, man. Honestly, like I mean, outside of the ring, no. Yeah, but you look at who he fought in his career. I mean, the guy fought a lot of the bigger names. Yeah. He did fight a lot of quality guys, right? Oh yeah, like, a, lot another, of a lot of quality guys that you can't scoff at per se. I mean, there you go. You threw Marquez out, right? I mean, think mm-hmm. about it. I mean, this guy's been up and down. Like he's done it, man. He's done it, and I, you know, you can't shit on the guy for being an expert and not getting hit. I mean, that's the name of the game. Yeah, in 2007, when he beat De La Hoya, he he became the villain. De La Hoya was the number one pay-per-view king in boxing. Then after that fight, when uh, Mayweather won it, he became the pay-per-view king. He, he became he, the last time Floyd Mayweather was a B-side on a pay-per-view was De La Hoya. After he beat De La Hoya, he was the A-side in every fight he had all the way up to Conor McGregor. It's kind of funny. People shit on all these different guys and stuff like that. But like you look at De La Hoya and you realize all the shit that he was doing back in the day, man, during that yeah. time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he was no saint himself, but oh. God, they painted him like a saint. Well, he had the good looks, right? The clean cut, talked well, dressed well. You know, one could have argued he was dirty. One could argue that he was dirtier than Floyd ever was at that age. Yeah, it's, it's just fair. well yeah, it's covered fair. up, man. Floyd didn't give a carry. He just said it the way it was, and people yeah, didn't Floyd's like a villain, him. right? He took, became a wrestling character, kind of, and just became the bad guy. He, like people love me or hate me, you still watch him. You still buy his pay per views. You still go to his fights. So well, you know what I mean, he's doing. The guy's making a hundred million a fight. He's doing something right. I think he's done with the exhibitions. He said, but he hasn't done one for a while. I don't know if he's going to do one again because last one nobody showed up for. Well, nobody showed up for that one, right? Well, he's Maybe fighting guys nobody's heard of. You got to well, do an exhibition. Fight somebody that we know who they are, not some random guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not that big where you can do that. No, no, I completely agree. All right, Chance Michaels, why don't we wrap this puppy up here? We've done what we had to do. Let's yeah. get geared up for this weekend. Um, so guys, like I always say at the end of the week, at this very last episode, please enjoy your weekend. Be safe. It's starting to rain now. It's getting a little chillier. But most importantly, if you guys are going to go do whatever it is that you got to do to make yourselves feel good, do it. But if it's going to impair you and if it's going to take away your judgment, please find alternate routes home. Not just to protect yourself or your family, but protect those that are out on the streets and their families. So, you know, that's that's all we ask, man. Because if you hurt yourself, then you can't be back here for Tuesday. 
and next Thursday. And we really want you to be here for the show. So all that being said, guys, have a great, safe weekend. Enjoy the first weekend of fall. Week three, NFL, baseball races. There's a lot going on. Uh, We got Zhang Joyce. Uh, Disown has a card as well as the Pettis fighting this weekend as well. Yeah. So other than week and a half of the Granddaddy of Mall, Canelo and Charlo. Canelo and Charlo. Oh, and by the way, all the bars are playing this fight. I've been in a couple sports bars. They all nice. have Canelo and Charlo. So there's only a few guys in boxing that you can actually go in on Saturday and, and see them on the bar, your local bar, at least where we live in Vancouver. This one is on all the big, big. Fantastic. Places. Looking forward to it. And yeah. guys, um, everything is everything. And I tell you what, next Thursday, we have a very, very, very amazing show coming up. We'll leave it at that. But you guys are in for a treat. We're in for a treat. We're all in for a treat for this one. On that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. His name is Chance Michaels. And in the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. Absolutely, we do salute you. And in the infamous words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sam and Chance. Everyone, have a blessed weekend. Be safe. And we will see you back here on Tuesday. Sam and Chance, out.